to glory land It won't be long Until I take the hand Of Jesus Christ With a great big smile We'll sit right down Charles Watson was born again on May 23, 1975, at the California Men's Colony. His transformation can best be described as amazing grace. Here's one of his messages from his early years of ministry. Welcome out to the study tonight, my brothers. We give all praises and honor and glory to God. Amen. Tonight we're going to be studying a study called the Fruits of Righteousness. The Fruits of Righteousness. And I'd like to ask that you turn, first of all, in your Bible to Isaiah chapter 45, verse number 8. Isaiah 45, verse number 8. Now we need to recognize that when I say the fruits of righteousness, I'm not saying that righteousness is the fruit. I'm not saying that. I'm saying what? are the fruits of righteousness. What are the fruits of us being made the righteousness of God in Christ, okay? What are those fruits? What are the fruits of a righteous, recreated, new creation, Son of God, amen? What are the fruits of His life now? Do you understand that? What are the fruits of that righteousness that you are in Christ Jesus, okay? What are the fruits of your life now that you've been taken out of a wrong standing with God and putting into a right standing of God. What are the fruits of righteousness? Okay, are you with me? Do you understand that? I'm not saying that the fruits of righteousness is righteousness, no. I'm saying that the fruits of righteousness are things that come from your life now that you have been made the righteousness of God in Christ. Now in Isaiah chapter 45 verse 8, I'm going to read it to you from the Amplified Bible, but I want you to follow along in your King James. And this is what it says, Isaiah 45 verse 8 says, Let fall in showers, you heavens from above, and let the skies rain down righteousness. The pure spiritual heavenly life possibilities that have their foundation in the holy being of God. Let the skies rain down righteousness, it says. Let the earth open and let them, the skies and the earth, sprout forth salvation and let righteousness germinate and spring up as plants do together, I, the Lord, have created it. Do you see what happens here? The Lord has rained down righteousness, and that righteousness has been planted in the earth, amen? And now it is to spring forth fruit, and those fruits that come forth from the earth is going to be righteousness, amen? It's going to be righteousness, amen? It's going to be righteous fruits are going to be fruits from this righteousness that has been rained down. Well, we went through this scripture before and we found out that Jesus was sent down, amen? He went down into the earth and he resurrected us up with him and brought forth fruit, amen? And that much fruit there is the fruits of righteousness, is the fruits of righteousness. And also because we went down into the grave, into the earth with Jesus and resurrected with him, now our life is going to spring forth fruits of that righteousness. Amen? See, it took the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus to bring forth righteousness in our life. Amen? See, we were in wrong standing with God, and because of his resurrection that sprung forth and brought forth salvation, now we have been made righteous, amen, the righteousness of God in Christ. We've come into a right relationship with God, and now that righteousness is going to spring forth fruit. Let me read the last part of that scripture again. It says, let the earth open and let them, the skies and the earth, sprout forth salvation, see, and let righteousness germinate and spring up as plants do together. Amen? See? Let the earth bring forth salvation. Now, the earth brought forth salvation with the resurrection of Jesus Christ, didn't it? Amen? 
He was planted in the earth, amen, and he sprung forth as a corn of wheat would spring forth, amen, and it brought forth fruit. Now, I'm not going to stay with that long, but I want you to go back with me to Genesis, if you would, to chapter 1, verse number 28. Now, we say, Charles, what does he mean, I, the Lord, have created it? He says, I, the Lord, have created it. I, the Lord, have created righteousness. Now, I'm not saying that men, that man, when he was created, was created into the righteousness of God in Christ because Christ had not come yet. See, the righteousness of Christ only came after man had fallen into a wrong state of being. Amen? But I am saying that this creation here that took place in the beginning was made right. Amen? In the beginning here, you see, and God blessed them in verse 28 of chapter 1 of Genesis. And he, God said unto them, be fruitful. So God wants mankind to be fruitful, doesn't he? In other words, he wants mankind to bring forth a fruitful life. And then it goes on to say, and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish, over the sea, over the fowl, and over everything that moveth upon the earth. It was God's intention in the beginning that man have dominion over the earth and be fruitful and multiply. Amen? That was God's intention. That was God's intention. But what happened to mankind? What happened to mankind? Well, we know that mankind fell off into sin, right? And then in verse 15 of chapter 3 of Genesis, God spoke after man had sinned and said, I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head. Thou shalt bruise his heel. Now, who bruised Satan's heel? Jesus did. Or who bruised Satan's head, let me say. Jesus did, amen? So Jesus came on the scene, and whereas man was in an unrighteous state, in an unfruitful state because of his fall, and he could not carry out the command of God to be fruitful and to multiply, something had to happen, right? See, man had to be changed back into a position that he could be fruitful, right? So what happened? God spoke the seed into Mother Mary, amen? And Jesus was born from her, amen? See, he was the righteousness of God, and he came down into Mother Mary and was born and walked on earth as the righteousness of God, amen? And then he lived on earth doing the works of the Son of God as Jesus, walking as complete man and walking as complete God, and he did the works of righteousness while on earth. Amen? And it was all because God planted that seed in Mary. And then Jesus went down into the grave and defeated the works of the devil and was planted in that ground for three days, and then life sprung up. Amen? And because that life sprung up, he put us back into a right state with God. Are you with me? He put us back into a right state with God where we could be fruitful. Amen? See, God's intention, Adam, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, have dominion, have rule over all the sea, over the fish, and over everything that crawleth. And then all of a sudden, he went into an unrighteous state, and he couldn't do anything right, and he couldn't do anything fruitful. Amen? And then Jesus had a promise that he would put man back into a right state by getting Jesus to come down into Mary and plant that seed in the earth. Amen? Plant that seed in the earth. And he went and died and arose and he brought forth and sprung forth salvation. Amen? See, God not only created man in the beginning in a right state, but in that right state, he still wasn't the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen? He became the righteousness of God in Christ after he had fell and then also after Jesus had come and redeemed him and lifted him up and sprung forth salvation, which is the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen? 
And as the righteousness of God in Christ, we are to be fruitful. The fruits of righteousness is what we're talking about. Now, over in Romans 5.17, this is explained a little bit more clearly probably than I explained it tonight to you so far. In 5.17 of Romans, he says, For by one man, for if by one man's offense, death reigned by one. Death reigned all the way up through time, didn't it? It says, much more they which receive the abundance of grace. The ones that receive the cross, they also receive the gift of righteousness. They shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Mankind fell into an unrighteous, unfruitful state of being. Amen? And then death reigned all the way up through that time. And all of a sudden Jesus was sent in the, as a seed in Mary's womb. And Jesus was born and went forth doing the righteousness of God, the works of God. And then he went down into the ground for us and was planted in that ground for us. And he sprung forth life and righteousness and gave it to mankind. And put us back into a righteous, fruitful state so that we could begin to reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Amen? Like God originally intended in the beginning in the garden. Do you see that? Or is that a little bit too quick for you? I hope not. Praise the Lord. We're to reign in this life as kings in this life, as new creations. Amen? Because Jesus came and took us out of a wrong state and he put us back into a right state so that that right state could produce fruit as God intended in the beginning, in Genesis 1, 28. Amen? Glory to God. All because of Jesus. We're talking about the fruits of righteousness. Whereas one time we were unfruitful, now we're fruitful. Whereas one time we were walking in darkness, now we're walking in the light. Whereas one time we were walking in hate, now we're walking in love. Amen? See, we became fruitful. See, the fruit of Satan is not fruitful. Amen? It's very unfruitful to God. Amen? Very unfruitful. But the righteous person that has been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus is now fruitful for God. Amen? Now let's go on. I got a lot of scriptures to turn you on to tonight. Turn with me to Colossians 1. Colossians chapter 1, verse number 9. It says, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you might walk of the Lord, that you might walk worthy of the Lord and to all pleasing, being what? Fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. What I want you to know is that when you begin to walk in the knowledge of God, when you begin to walk in the knowledge of the Word, and when you begin to walk in the knowledge of righteousness, and that you are the righteousness of God in Christ, that you are a son of God, and that you have big have become a son of God walking in a righteous standing with God then and only then can you become fruitful see it says here to be fruitful to be fruitful in every good work you have a work to do for the Lord but how do you do that you increase in the knowledge of God and as you come into the knowledge of your righteousness the knowledge of the word of righteousness as it says in Hebrews uh, uh, 5 13 that the ones that were with meat that were taking in the meat were knowledgeable of the word of righteousness but the one that were uh, on the milk they were unskillful in the word of righteousness amen but when you come into the knowledge of righteousness and your right standing with God then you can go out knowing beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are a fruitful agent reigning as a king in the kingdom of God producing fruit in the kingdom amen now, how did this take place? He goes on and tells you the knowledge of God. He says that you might not only be fruitful, increasing in the knowledge of God, but be strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, unto all patience and longsuffering and joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father which has made us meet, or which has made us able to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints of light. We have been given an inheritance in the saints of light. Amen as the righteousness of God in Christ 
And we know that now. We have a knowledge of that. We have the knowledge of God. We have a knowledge of the Word that we have been taken out of a wrong state and put into a right state. And therefore, we have the ability of God to be fruitful. Amen? Glory to God. It goes on to say here, Who, Jesus, has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. God came and redeemed us from a wrong, unfruitful, unrighteous, dark state, and he took us in to a light, righteous, loving state of being. Amen? Those are the fruits of righteousness, my brother. Praise the living God. We are to produce fruit. Now, over in John chapter 14, you remember when I brought out that I do, he do, you do? John 14, John 14, verse number 12, Jesus said before he left, talking about the Holy Spirit coming, he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me the works that I do. Remember, we are to do, we are to have fruitful and being fruitful in every good work. Paul was praying, right? In Colossians 1, uh, verse number 10, he was saying, Being fruitful in every good work. Now here Jesus is talking about the works. He says, He that believeth on me the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to be, I go unto the Father. Amen? Greater works that he's talking about. Those greater works are going out and ministering and bringing people into the body of Christ so that they can go out and begin to do the works of righteousness. Amen? Praise the living God, see? Those greater works that he's talking about there is going out and producing much fruit, amen? See what he's talking about here. He goes on down, if you'll look with me, in verse number uh, 27, he says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. See, man was not in a peaceful state with God, amen? He was without peace. He didn't have peace. But then he went on and said, Peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth unto you. They were in a very wrong, unrighteous state. He says, I unto you let not your heart be troubled, neither let you be afraid. See, when you were in an unrighteous, wrong state, you had fear, right? But when God came into your life and pulled you out of that wrong, unrighteous state and took you into a righteous state, you had peace. The fruits of righteousness is peace with God. Amen? Peace with God. See, the kingdom of God is not in food nor drink, but in what? Righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen? And he prays in here that your joy might be full. Amen? Now, looking on over into 1633, if you would, of John there. I've got all these scriptures together. 1633, he says, these things, all these things that he's been speaking about, this peace, these greater works that he's talking about, he says, these things that I have spoken unto you, that, I, that in me ye might have peace. See, when you come out of that unrighteous state, you come into a state of peace, amen? And that is the fruit of righteousness. Peace is one of the fruits of righteousness. Amen? It goes on to say, In the world ye have, shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. See, because he overcame the world, he brought us into and he sprung forth salvation in this world so that we could have peace. Amen? And that peace was a fruit. Amen? That peace was the fruit of righteousness. Glory to God. Do you see that? Glory to the living God. Well, let's look over here into another verse now. Into John 15. Turn back one chapter. He says in John 15, 1, see, he even begins to talk about himself as the vine, see? See, the vine is that which was planted in the earth, Amen. The vine, Jesus, was planted in the earth, and from Jesus' resurrection, he brought forth fruit. Amen? 
And that fruit was peace. That fruit was salvation. Isaiah here said, let me read it again to you. Let fall in showers, you heavens from above, and let the skies rain down righteousness. The pure spiritual heavenly life possibilities that have their foundation in the holy being of God and let the earth open and let them skies and earth sprout for salvation. Salvation is what righteousness came and brought. Jesus, the righteousness of God, came and brought forth salvation. And from that salvation, and let righteousness germinate and spring up together. That's us, my brothers. That righteousness that is springing up with Jesus is us, see? And, and then he goes on to say, spring up together as plants do. Amen? I, the Lord, has created it. I, the Lord, hath made us into a new creation. Amen? Into the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And with that comes peace. But here he says, I am the vine and you are the branches. Or I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away every branch that beareth fruit and he purgeth it. He taketh away, it says, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it that it may bring forth more fruit. Now that word purgeth there means to cleanse. In other words, as we come into the knowledge of God and is cleansed out by the word of God, we begin to take on a greater knowledge of our righteousness and then we have a greater ability to go forth and bring forth fruit. Do you see that? Look at that. He says, Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. See, as you get into the word of righteousness and get cleansed out of all that old negative fear, garbage, inferiority, and all that lack and all that garbage of the world, as you get cleansed out of all that by the reading and hearing of the Word of God, you are being purged and cleansed so that you can bring forth more fruit. Do you see that? And that is the fruit of righteousness. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can you except you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Amen? It all started with God. And then God sent Jesus, the righteousness of God. He sprung forth from the heart of the earth. Amen? And he brought forth righteousness. Amen? And he gave it to us. He got that righteousness for us to take us out of that wrong state and put us into a new state so that we as a branch to the vine can bring forth more fruit. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. More fruit to God. See, we're to go out and preach the word of reconciliation, which brings people to God. See, that's the fruit of it all right there. He says, If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withereth. And man gathereth them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my word abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be given unto you. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciple. Amen. If you continue in the word, you're his disciple indeed and you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free so you can go forth and preach not under condemnation, not under bondage, not under sadness, not under depression, but as an overcomer going forth, preaching as a disciple of God, knowing the truth that you are the righteousness of God in Christ, and then you can go forth bringing forth much fruit. Do you see that? Peace. Peace is the fruit of that righteousness. Amen. And then it goes into chapter verse 16. Verse 16. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you, that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain or continue, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it unto you. Amen? He may give it unto you? No. See? And whatsoever you ask of the Father in my name, he may give it unto you. Amen? The Word of God that was planted in the earth, amen, in Jesus Christ, 
the word, the seed that God sent in the beginning, as promised in the beginning, to destroy the works of the devil and bruise the head of the serpent, the word of God, Jesus Christ, that went down into the grave and resurrected out and brought forth fruit and the word of righteousness to a lost and sinful world is the same word, the same spirit, the same peace that lives today through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ as a new creation. Amen? And the only thing that stops it is your doubt. Amen? But it's got to flow. See, it flows from the Father. It showers down from the Father. Amen? And lifts us up out of that garbage and that dunghill and lifts us up so that we can begin to go forth and preach the word of righteousness, a right relationship with God, and bear much fruit. That's the fruit of righteousness, salvation, peace to a lost and sinful world. Amen? Well, let's go on here, if you would. In John 12, 24, you'll see what I was talking about here about Jesus. See, Jesus spoke all about this. You just got to be able to see it. 12, 24, he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except the corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Who was Jesus talking about there? Himself. See, he was that seed that was planted that went down into the grave and died, and then it brought forth much fruit. Who are those much fruit? Us. And as we go forth and preach this word of righteousness and that mankind can have a right relationship with God, who are those fruit? Others. Amen. Glory to the living God. See, wake up to this. See, righteousness came down and resurrected you. Amen. So that you could be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and go forth and bear much fruit. Turn with me to Romans 6, 5, and I'll show you how this happened with you. Romans 6, 5, see. Romans 6, 5. Boy, this verse here, get turned on to it. Look it up. Look it up, brother. Look up Romans 6, 5 there. Romans 6, 5. Every one of you look this up. Brother, this is going to, boy, just knock you right off your feet. Romans 6, 5. It says, for if we have been what? Planted. If we have been planted, amen. We were planted with Jesus, amen. We were planted with Jesus, hallelujah. Glory to the living God. If we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also what? Planted, amen? Also planted is what it's saying, in the likeness of his resurrection. Brother, we've been planted as that seed, amen, with Jesus, amen? And that seed is bringing forth much fruit in Jesus' life only? No, but in our life, the greater works it's bringing forth, amen? The much fruit, being that joyful disciple, bringing forth much fruit, amen? Glory to the living God. Well, look at this in verse 13. 613 of Romans. Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness, amen, unto sin. That's the way we used to be, right? But now we're to yield yourself unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of what? Righteousness unto God. Remember, your, in, your instruments and members should be those of righteousness unto God, amen? Of righteousness unto God. It says, yield your members, amen? Yield yourself. Now, it goes on to say here in verse number 16, look at this. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey his servants you are to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto what? Obedience of the Word, getting into the Word, humbling yourself to the Word, getting in and getting the knowledge of God, as it says in Colossians 1 that Paul was praying that you would get into. And as you get into that knowledge, what happens? You're being fruitful unto every good work, amen? That's works of righteousness, amen, in this world today. Glory to God. That's the greater works, amen? And it goes on to say here in verse number 18, look at this. Being made free from sin, amen? Let me hear you say that. Being made free from sin, glory to God. It says, ye became the servants of what? Righteousness. Servants of righteousness, preaching the word of righteousness. I'm a servant of righteousness, amen? And you are too. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as you have yielded your members' servants to uncleanliness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members' servants to what? 
righteousness unto holiness. Unto righteousness. As you yield yourself unto righteousness, a fruit of that righteousness is what? Holiness. Amen? Holiness begins to come forth from you. In other words, it begins to work from the inside out. You become spiritually righteous and then a fruit of your life as you program your mind and renew your mind to the Word of God, a fruit of that and what produces itself in the body is peace and it's righteousness and your mouth begins to preach the word of reconciliation because you're an ambassador of Christ, amen? And people begin to get the revelation that you've been made right with God, amen? See, these are fruits of righteousness. Righteousness is not the fruit, no. The fruits of the righteous person in Christ, amen? The fruit of the righteousness of God in Christ. The fruit of the Christian. The fruit of the one that has been made the righteousness of God in Christ is holiness and peace, amen? Glory to God. Now it goes on to say here in this, it says, for when you were the servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof you are now ashamed? For the end of those things were death. Remember we talked about the fruit of the devil? There's no fruit there. Just garbage, amen? Who wants to eat garbage, amen? They throw garbage away, amen? But it goes on to say here, but now, being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness. Fruit unto holiness. The fruit of that righteous relationship with God is holiness. Amen? Glory to the living God. Amen? Glory. Praise the Lord. And the end is everlasting life. Now, okay, turn with me, if you would, over to Psalms chapter 1. Psalms chapter 1. Now, what we need to recognize when we say that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, we don't need to get that confused with that our, our, all of our actions are righteous, okay? See, our actions are the fruits, amen? All my fruits aren't good fruits, amen? I am not a perfect picture of holiness yet, you know what I mean? I'm not a perfect picture of peace yet, but I tell you what, the more I get into the Word, the more that fruit of holiness and fruit of peace comes forth. But let me tell you, you are the righteousness of God in Christ. See, you have been made the righteousness of God in Christ because Jesus, who knew no sin, came to this earth and became sin for you that you might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. You're spiritually righteous with Christ. Now you need to program your mind with the word of righteousness so that the fruit of righteousness can come forth and manifest holiness in your life and peace to the lives of others. Amen? Glory to God. See, that holiness has to come forth. Well, see, it says it in Psalms here. Psalms chapter 1, verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the, his law doth he meditate day and night. We can turn that word law just to word if we want. Meditate in the word day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water. When you come into the knowledge of God and who you are in Christ Jesus, the knowledge of the word, the knowledge of the death, the burial, and the resurrection, and what that death, burial, and resurrection gave you and made you because you are now a new creation, as you meditate and as you study that, Amen? As you meditate upon that word, as you eat that word, as you come into the knowledge that you died with Christ and that you resurrected with Christ, as you come into that knowledge and it becomes real to you and you meditate upon that, then it says here, as you meditate upon that, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water. I tell you what, I'm that tree and you're that tree. Amen? And I tell you what, we've been planted by the side of some living water, didn't we? Praise the living God. We got planted with Jesus. Amen. Romans 6, 5 says, and if that's not living water, it's not nothing. Amen. Jesus is living water. Amen. The Spirit of God is living water. Amen. And we were planted in that living water. Amen. By the Holy Ghost. And it goes on to say, it says, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Amen. 
When you're planted with Jesus and walking as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, you're prosperous, my brother. Now, also, you don't have to turn to it, but you can write this scripture down in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. It tells us about the fruits of the Spirit, the love, the joy, the peace, the long-suffering, the gentleness, the goodness, the faith, the meekness, and the temperance. Amen? Those are the fruits of the Holy Ghost. Well, I tell you what, those are fruits of righteousness too, amen? That same Spirit that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you and raised you up from the dead. So those fruits are fruits of a righteous life, amen? Glory to the living God. Fruits of the life of the man that has been made the righteousness of God in Christ is the fruits of the Spirit, amen? Glory to the living God. Now turn with me over to Isaiah 32. Isaiah chapter 32 tells us this. Isaiah 32, I'll turn over there with you. Isaiah 32, verse number 17. 32, 17 tells us this. And the work of righteousness shall be peace. The work of righteousness. Remember those greater works that Jesus said you're going to be doing? And then down in verse 27 of John 14, 27, it says, Peace I give unto you. The works of righteousness is that we go out preaching the word of righteousness and those works and the people that come to the salvation knowledge of Jesus Christ come into a peace relationship with Jesus, amen, and with God. That's the work of righteousness. The work of righteousness, the work that Jesus did by going to the cross for us and resurrecting brought forth righteousness, amen. And since he brought forth righteousness and we are those fruit, now when we go out and preach the word of righteousness, we don't have to do any work for it, and they don't have to do any work for it. It's work working for the Lord, but Jesus did all the work, amen? amen. See, for by grace are you saved, not of works, right? Not of works, for by faith. We just have to go out and preach the word of righteousness and people put their faith in it by meditating upon the word of God and by hearing the word of God and they get saved and the work of that righteousness is what? Peace. And the effect of righteousness, the effect, the effect of righteousness is quietness and assurance. This word peace it actually means a well-proportioned, balanced, agreeable relationship with the Father. When you come into a relationship with God because the Prince of Peace came and took you out of darkness, out of a wrong relationship, and into a right relationship and brought forth peace, he brought you into a well-proportioned, balanced, agreeable relationship with the Father. It says it shall bring forth the effect shall be quietness. That word quietness means a tranquility that comes from within. Amen? Calm, quiet, relaxed, and content. And then it says also that the effect shall be assurance. Assurance means the engrossing effect of knowing that God will fulfill his promises. Knowing that God will fill, fulfill his promises. Assurance. The work of righteousness is peace. Amen. Quietness and calm. Amen. And content. And also assurance knowing that your God has brought you into a righteous state and now you know because of that righteous state and right relationship he's brought you into as a son will Bring you into a prosperous state, amen? Prosperous, peaceful, much fruit-bearing state. Glory to the living God. Now turn with me over to 2 Corinthians 9. This is going to take you right into it. I, well, I hope you're writing down these scriptures, I tell you. Boy, these are good scriptures. 2 Corinthians 9, verse number 8 says this. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you. Can you say amen on that? 2 Corinthians 9 verse number 8. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you. That ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good what? That you may abound to every good work. God is able, see. He has abounded his grace toward you. And now always having all sufficiency in all things. He has given us all things. Amen. 
Glory to God. And it says, he may abound to every good work. That good work is through you. That good work is preaching the word of righteousness. That good work is going out and telling somebody about Jesus. And the work of that righteousness is peace and quietness and assurance in the life of that person that has received the word and the right relationship with God. Do you see that? See, it is abounding across the, across the country, amen? It has been abounding ever since the day of Pentecost. The word prevailed and it multiplied, amen? It's bringing forth much fruit, amen? God said, hey, he made us to be fruitful and to multiply and to take dominion in this earth, amen? Well, the word is going forth now, taking dominion in this institution. Glory to God. Amen. And it's taking dominion in your life, and you're becoming a ruler and a king, and knowing that you have authority over Satan because you've been made the righteousness of God in Christ, and you have a peaceful relationship with God, a quiet relationship with God, an assurance with God. That's the work of righteousness. Amen. Then it goes on to say, as it is written, He has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness remaineth forever. Hallelujah, huh? His righteousness remaineth forever. His righteousness came down in Jesus. And he resurrected us up as that seed that was planted together with him. And he brought forth righteousness and peace and assurance and calmness and quietness in our life so that we now can go and abound and prevail with that word so that others will come into that same relationship, amen, with Jesus Christ. That is the work. Look at this. Now he that ministers, or ministers, look at this. That's you, my brother, that's me. He that ministers seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food, and he multiplies your seed sown and increases the fruits of your righteousness. Amen? increases the fruits of your righteousness. Remember what I said? I'm not saying that the fruits are righteousness. You have fruits because of your righteousness. Amen? Because you have been brought into a righteous state with God, now you have fruit in, the, in your life, right? And that fruit springs forth. Because as Isaiah said, let me remind you again, okay? Let, the sh let, the, let, let fall in showers, you heavens, from above. And let the skies rain down righteousness, the pure, spiritual, heavenly life possibilities that have their foundation in the holy being of God. Let the earth open and let them, skies and earth, sprout forth salvation. And let righteousness germinate and spring up as plants do together. I, the Lord, have created it. Didn't he create reality? righteousness in us glory to the living God he says here and multiply your seed sown he that ministers seed to the sower both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of righteousness glory to the living God I tell you being enriched in everything to all benefits which causes through us thanksgiving unto God I tell you we should be thanking God every minute of every day that we've been made right with him because of his righteousness that has come down and taken control of our life amen Glory to the living God. That's what the gospel is all about. Now over in Hebrews 12, 11, we'll see another place where it mentions the fruits of righteousness. The fruits of righteousness. Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 11. Well, this is good. I don't know if you're getting anything out of it. I sure am. Hebrews 12, 11. It says, Now no chastening for the present seems to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward... It yields or yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness. How do you like that? The peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. Now the chastisement that God is talking about here is the chastisement that he talked about in 2 Timothy 3.16 where he says that it is correction unto righteousness. Amen? The correction that God gives us 
is unto righteousness. And how God corrects us is by all those scriptures that are inspired by God, amen, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good work, amen. Glory to God, see. The chastening that they're talking about here is getting into the word of God. Getting cleansed by the word of God of all that inferiority, of all that fear, of all that condemnation of the devil, and getting the knowledge of God that he has come and that he has planted in the earth as a seed planted together with you and resurrected you up into the kingdom of God. And when you come into the knowledge of God and knowledge of your right relationship with God, what happens? You go forth and bring forth the peaceable fruit of righteousness. Amen? But we have to be chastened. We have to be chastised, amen, by the Word of God and corrected by the Word of God. And as we're corrected by the Word of God and, and we're washed out with the Word of God, John 15 said what? That we're cleansed by the Word, amen, that we might bring forth much fruit. Jesus said that, that he purgeth us so that we might bring forth more fruit, amen? We're cleansed, amen? We're chastened by the word. We're corrected by the word so that we can bring forth fruits of righteousness in our life, amen? Because if we don't have a renewed mind, that righteousness is going to be down in your spirit and it won't be able to be released out into the body because your mind will bind it, amen? Your mind will bind the Spirit of God from coming out of you. If you're standing there in your mind and you're saying, Oh, I can't do that. I'm just a unworthy, no good, nothing. Even though Jesus came to die for me, I'm still a worthy, no good, nothing. His death didn't do anything for me. I'm just a dirty, no good sinner. And I hope, I hope, I hope to shout I'm saved by grace. You know what I mean? If you're thinking all that stuff, that righteousness that you have been made into as a born-again Christian is not going to come out and have any fruit, is it? No. But when you begin to come into the knowledge of God and get chastened by the Word and corrected by the Word of God and cleansed by the Word of God, you begin to bring forth more fruit, amen? And that fruit of righteousness is peace and quietness and assurance, assurance, faith in the knowledge of God that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. And when you know that, there will be fruit comes forth from your life, amen? Much fruit, much fruit, much works, greater works. I do, he do, right? Jesus said, the works that I do, he shall do greater works, amen? And those greater works are the works of righteousness that go forth and minister salvation, amen? That brings forth peace and quietness and assurance. It sure did happen in my life, amen? And now fruits of righteousness is coming forth from my life and going into your life and being planted in your life and you're coming into the knowledge of the resurrection and that God wants to bear fruit in your life and that's fruit of your righteous state of being now that you're a child of God, amen? There's fruits to that life. But you have to be purged and cleansed and renewed by the Word of God and develop a righteous conscience so that that fruit can come forth from your righteous life, amen? Much fruit, more fruit it says here. So that you may yield. Afterwards it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness. See, the Jesus came down. And that fruit that came forth was produce, right? He produced righteousness in you and in me. Amen? He produced it in us. He was planted and anytime you plant a tree or anything that brings forth fruit, it brings forth fruit, amen? And what is that fruit called? Produce. See, he produced fruit in our life, amen? And the yield of that, it says here. See, afterwards it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness, amen? See, your life being planted together with God and now is supposed to be producing, amen? It's supposed to be producing fruit, and that fruit is the fruit of your righteous state in Christ Jesus. Amen? Glory to the living God. Okay, turn with me, if you would, over to Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1. You get anything out of this tonight? Amen. Praise the living God. Glory. 
Philippians chapter 1, verse number 9, Paul was praying that this would happen in people. He was praying that this knowledge, that you would come into the knowledge that you've been resurrected with Jesus so that you could begin to go out and minister in power the word of righteousness. He prayed, he said in Hebrews, that those that are just got milk are unskillful in the word of righteousness. In Hebrews uh, 5, verse 13. But here in, in Philippi, he was praying for these people. And he said, and this I pray, that your love may abound yet more and more, the love of God, amen, and that you may, may, may come into a knowledge, more and more in knowledge, that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment, that you may come into the knowledge of God, amen. That you may begin to cast down every imagination and every high thing that tries to come against you and exalt you and put you down and tell you that you're the unrighteous, no good, nothing. And that you may begin to bring every thought into the obedience of God. Amen. Obedience of the knowledge of God. Amen. Glory to God. That you may come into your resurrected life in Jesus Christ. He says that you may prize or approve things that are excellent that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, see, a pure, cleansed life, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God, unto the glory and praise and thanksgiving of God. We need to praise Him because through Jesus Christ, He brought forth righteousness and Jesus was planted into the earth and sprung forth and made us the righteousness of God in Christ so that we could begin to produce fruit much fruit in this world, amen, because we're hooked to the vine and we are that branch, amen, and we meditate day and night upon the Word of God and come into the knowledge of our righteousness so that we now can begin to be strong, purged people and cleansed people and chastened people, chastised people, corrected people by the Word of God so that we can come into the knowledge of our righteousness and go forth and produce fruit in this world, amen. Glory, that's us, that's you and me, that's the body, that's what we're supposed to do. We've been planted with Jesus, and now that we have been planted with Jesus and become a Christian, we need to bring forth produce in this life. You understand produce, don't you? Amen. Produce in this life. Produce, I understand produce. I used to work in an onion packing plant. I used to pick peaches off the tree in Texas. I know what produce is. My life needs to produce, amen? And it needs to bring forth much fruit. And those fruits are righteousness, peace, amen? Joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God, amen? The kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is in righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost that's, that's bringing forth much fruit, amen? Jesus said you're going to bring forth much fruit because I go and that comforter shall come. And if you obey my word and if you walk in my word, you will come into a relationship with God that will bring forth much fruit, amen? And you'll begin to go out in love and your love will begin to abound as Paul prays right here that we may abound in this love in the knowledge of God that we're supposed to go forth and bring forth fruit unto righteousness, amen? Glory, that's good. Praise and glory to God, it says here, because by Jesus Christ, this righteousness came forth and this fruit came forth because we've been filled with this fruit, amen? We've been filled with the Holy Ghost, right? And this Holy Ghost brings forth fruit, the fruits of righteousness. Over in Ephesians 2.10, Ephesians 2, verse number 10. I'm going to have to move on. I'd like to spend all night on this. 2.10, it says... For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. Amen. We're new creations, right? Remember God said, I have created it in Isaiah 45, 11, 45, 8. I, the Lord, have created righteousness. Amen. New creation. See, we're created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. Wherefore, remember that ye being in time past, you were Gentiles in your flesh. You were, wasn't you, heathens in your flesh? Who are called uncircumcised by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands. That at that time you were without Christ. What, do you remember when you were without Christ? Amen. It goes on to say here that you were alienated from the commonwealth of Israel. Amen. Glory to God. That's talking about the Gentiles of this time. 
And you were strangers from the covenants of promise and having no hope. And you were without God in the world. I know you can remember that, right? You were without God in this world. It says, but now in Christ Jesus, you were sometimes were far off. You are made. You are made nigh by his blood. Because the blood upon the cross and the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus, you have been brought near to God. Amen? You have been brought nigh to God. You have been brought into the righteousness of God. And it goes on down to say here, For he is our peace, who hath made both one, and hath broken down the middle wall and the partition between us. He abolished in his flesh the enmity. See, he was the enmity. The enmity that, G that God said he was going to send in Genesis 3.15, amen, to bruise the head of that old serpent, right? Isn't that correct? Glory to God, see? And it goes on to say here, even the law of the commandments contained in the ordinances for to make in him twain one new man, so making what? Peace. And that he might reconcile both unto God one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. And he came and he preached what? peace to you which are afar off and to them that are nigh for through him through Jesus we both have access by one spirit unto the father amen and it goes on to say now are we the household of God amen we are the household of God glory to God bringing forth peace and preaching peace and preaching righteousness and that men can have a right relationship with God in five 1 and 2 of this same book, Ephesians 5, 1 and 2. He says to be imitators and followers of God. Be ye therefore followers of God or imitators of God as dear children. And walk in love as Christ also has loved us and has given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. This book of Ephesians from chapter 4 to 6 tells us that we need to walk in unity. We need to walk in holiness. Those are the fruits of righteousness. Because of all all this that, that Paul explains in Ephesians 1 to 3 that God has done and God has resurrected us into the kingdom of light and put us into the heavenly places. Now we need to walk in these fruits. Amen? The fruits of holiness and righteousness and love. He says to walk in the light in this, these last three chapters of Ephesians. He says to walk in wisdom. He has made us wisdom, 1 Corinthians 1.30 says. Amen? And it goes on to say to walk in praise and to walk in harmony. And then in the last chapter of Ephesians, he says, walk in that full armor of God. Be clothed with the armor of righteousness. Amen? Walk in that right relationship with God, knowing that when the enemy tries to come at you, brother, if he's attacking you, he's attacking Jesus. Amen? Glory to God, because you got God's clothes on. Amen? The full armor of God. In 1 John 2, 9, it says that we are to become doers of righteousness. 1 John 2, 29, I believe. 1 John 2, 29 says, If you know that he is righteous... You know that everyone that doeth righteousness is born of God. Amen. We've been born again. And unless you're born again, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Amen. But we're born again because that righteous one, Jesus, it says here, if you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone that is born to God has righteous doings. Now, amen. Doers of righteousness. We are to be doers of righteousness. Amen. And then in Mark 16, Mark 16, starting out with number 18, tells us some of these doing things that we need to do. In Mark 16, 18, it says here in 17, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out demons, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, they shall drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them, they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. As you go forth and preach the gospel of peace, you're also preaching salvation, you're preaching healing, you're preaching deliverance from demonic activity, you're casting out demons, you're speaking with new tongues, and you're doing the works of righteousness in this world as a powerful son of God. Amen? Glory to the living God. I believe every part of this. In Hebrews 13, verse number 15, it talks about uh, praise, the sacrifice of praise. Hebrews 13, 15 says, By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. Hebrews 13, 15. 
Hebrews 13, 15, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, the fruit of our lips giving thanks unto his name. The fruit of our lips, <laughs> hallelujah, the fruit of our lips, we're to go forth speaking the word of righteousness, the word of reconciliation, the word that the ambassador preaches, amen, and we are the ambassador of God now, and we are to have good praising fruits from our name, from his name, amen, about his name and what he's doing in this world, what he has done in this world through Jesus, and what he now wants to do through other people's lives in bringing them into peace and into quietness, into calmness, and into the assurance that they can walk as a conqueror in this world. Amen? As a soldier of the living God. I want to close with one verse. Hosea 14, Hosea 14, verses 8 and 9. Hosea 14, verses 8 and 9. At the end of 8, he says, From me, God speaking, is thy fruit found. These fruits that I've been talking about of righteousness comes from God, amen? God rained them down and showered them down and planted Jesus into the earth, amen? And we were planted with him and the fruit came up and it produced righteousness, amen? It produced fruit in this world and that was the fruit of righteousness, glory. And that's what God says here in Hosea 8, the last part of that, from me is thy fruit found who is wise and he shall understand these things prudent and he shall know them for the ways of the Lord are right amen and the just and the righteous shall walk in them but the transgressors shall fall therein they that are right, they that are the righteousness of God in Christ shall walk in them. You shall walk in the fruits of righteousness. Amen. You shall walk in peace. You shall walk calm. You shall walk in quietness. You shall walk in assurance. <laughs>